0: Are you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Others lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey guys, Patrick here. Hope you're doing great today on this Monday, July 27th. Decided to change the date from Tuesday to Monday on my market reports And kind of change the direction of where I'm going. And so here we're going to be talking today about portfolio allocation and how you can be invested in, you know, other countries, commodities like silver, gold. They're skyrocketing real estate, you know, and and stocks, commodities, all this stuff is very important to you creating an awesome portfolio and a portfolio that is always profiting. That's the goal is to always be profiting. If you're not profit-making profit somewhere, you're holding something else that is going to make you profit in the future and pay dividends in its own. Today we're going to talk about portfolio allocation, how you can set up your portfolio to basically always be making some type of profit or income, or you know always going up. So you know if you ever heard the old saying "buy low, sell high," uh, what that basically means is is Let's say oil when it crashed a few months ago down to like a dollar. You were buying a dollar and obviously selling it, I don't know, 30 $40. And, you know, really that's the common sense way. And that's a great way to be, great way to invest. And a lot of times you have to wait. And patience is virtue. It's very difficult to wait. So having your portfolio allocation set up to where you're waiting on four things, but one thing is really popping. It's really profiting. It's always, always fun and um, keeps you going and it keeps profit flowing. And so there's a lot of different ways you can build assets. And I'm going to probably make an episode on this later, but I've been really thinking about like the investing in businesses and, and kind of how that correlates with you're, you're basically a business owner in, in itself, but you don't have as, as much risk and how I like stocks in that fact. And so I'll talk about that later, but today just talking about portfolio allocation. So I pulled up an example, which is mine. I know you guys can't see it, but basically let's, in this asset allocation example, I have a few pretty strong asset classes that I think are really profitable. Uh, they're doing great and they're outperforming so basically like commodities gold silver oil things like that i mean if you look at GLD gold or silver SLV i mean both of these stocks silver and gold they're just flying off the handles they're flying off the handles because the dollar's getting weaker so people's going to commodities so if you're buying into gold or silver right now you're buying you know a fairly higher price obviously you're going to buy at a higher price but With this uh, $2 trillion, well, I don't know how much it's going to be exactly, but that's how much it was last time. They're going to do another round of checks. They're going to do more unemployment benefits. So I bet my bottom dollar that gold, silver are going to keep going up. So buy high, sell higher. That's the instance I'm looking at here. And I feel like a lot of people miss that um, in the short term. So you know, inflation is going to keep going up. Because they're printing more money, and the value of the dollar is going to drop. And what happens when the value of the dollar drops? People go to the standard, the old standard. It's not the standard anymore. They go to gold. They go to silver. and They go to these other uh, commodities to keep, to kind of diversify. Now, another class, essay class A, is cryptocurrency. A cryptocurrency. I you know I was kind of a supporter of it a few months ago. And after seeing the crash in March with the stocks and how it really mirrored, all the cryptocurrency mirrored the stocks, it let me know that investors, it's not gold. It's not like gold in any way. It's not a hedge against anything like that. I think Bitcoin is in reality, it's a pipe dream and it's got a long ways to go. And it's a slow asset class. I believe it was one of the top asset uh, performing asset classes last year. And uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's good. It's a good asset class to have. Definitely want. Definitely, you should definitely go. You know, at least get some other of the altcoins like Litecoin, Ethereum, things like that. But you know, Bitcoin is really the dominant factor. It has seventy percent of. It's basically seventy percent of the cryptocurrencies that are out there. And uh, so I really only will say that's a good type of crypto to buy is Bitcoin because it's the most dominant. So really just looking at how crypto works, I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. You know, it, it doesn't really have any intrinsic value. You know, what does it do? Okay. Yeah. it Makes transfer fees a lot less, stuff like that. I mean, really. It's not a big deal in my opinion. It's not big enough to make a difference. I mean, untraceable currency. Okay, that's cool, but is it is it useful? Can I order Pizza Hut with Bitcoin? No, I can't. I mean, I probably can, but it's probably an extremely difficult, convoluted process. And until it becomes as easy as just taking a piece of plastic and swiping it through a ringer, it's not going to be realistic. So it's a very future looking uh, thing. And I know they did the split and the or whatever. A few months back and um, you know I just don't I don't think it's awesome and so crypto I think should be just I really don't know where it's going to go can't predict it there's nothing really to go off of I'm not a fan of it but it is an asset class it is pretty high performing real estate that's another one interesting to look at here So a lot of people are not able to pay their rent, and a lot of people are going to keep getting pardons for late rent payments, and the government's actually going to extend that with this next relief bill coming up in August. And with that, um, real estate is going to take a hit. Let's just be honest here, guys. If you're a landlord, you have some renters, and they can't make their payments, you're going to be hurting. You're going to be digging deep in your pockets. Now, what this means is basically, in my opinion, real estate is going to nosedive uh, and it already kind of has in some ways The REITs, um, they have kind of been like, you know, like, oh crap, this sucks. And so that's one of those buy low, sell high things. I mean, obviously real estate's going to bounce back. It could be 10 years, could be 20 years. It's going to bounce back, but you can get it at a reasonable price right now. So that's definitely an asset class to look at. Cash, cash on hand, Uh, the USD is really, well, I was going to say it's pretty strong, but it's starting to lose its strength because of inflation is pushing it down. And so what happens when we're in an inflated economy is the other foreign currencies actually um, are stronger, you know, the euro, the British pound, things like that. So a lot of people are moving money into gold and silver or the pound or euros that's a strategy you can do. So cash on hand is also um, it's also an asset. You know, you got free cash, but just know that it doesn't work for you. It just kind of sits there. <laughs> um, international stocks. So that's another interesting asset class. Uh, basically, you go in the stock market and you can buy some ADRs, which is um, which are American depository receipts. And so basically, what these uh, stocks let you do is access foreign markets like uh, the London Exchange, China's markets, stuff like that, uh, Europe's markets, a lot of those, you know, British markets, whatever. It, it allows you to access these foreign currencies and not currencies, sorry, these foreign businesses and be involved, buy into them. It's kind of funny, you don't even realize, Uh, a few months ago, I bought into uh, GSV, which is GlaxoSmithKline PLC, GSK, and I thought it was just a normal high-yield dividend stock. I mean, they had a decent yield, 4.8%, and I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty good. And so I picked them up for a dividend stock, and I also kind of like their business model, and they've been around for a long time, and so I was like, okay, it's a nice stock. And so I bought them and I didn't really think about it. But when I was doing my uh, Excel transfer, putting everything into Excel and kind of moving all my records over, I realized that, oh crap, GSK is an ADR. And because it, it's a global healthcare company, but they're based out of uh, Middles- Middlesex um, and that's over in England, but it's a global company. And so I, was, I didn't really think about it, didn't really look into it. I was just like, great stock, bought it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, that is ADR. So I've been uh, making my portfolio more diverse as far as internationally because uh, what, like I told you guys earlier, the USD is going to go down. And these other companies that are kind of bouncing back or don't have a huge hit in virus numbers or at least claim to, they have, they're going to have pretty strong economies, and so just looking at company or countries like China and you know England, different different areas, and kind of just looking at their ADR stocks and kind of picking those up because you can get some pretty good deals in other countries, and it keeps you diversified. It keeps your portfolio uh, diversified away from just straight up stocks. And it definitely helps. And so these are just a few asset classes I could think of that I invest in, that I've been invested in. Now, you could look at bonds in America, and in my opinion, they're trash. I mean, they're they're like negative right now. So you you want a 10-year bond that's like negative 1%, and it's awful. Um, So I'm just definitely staying away from those. But really, this week coming out, uh, a lot of huge earnings calls, Thursday is gonna be uh, Apple, Google and one more big guy I don't remember I think Amazon but yeah it's gonna be a pretty huge week for the earnings and a lot of the technology and it's it's really it's really kind of just how are these guys gonna do? You know, how are their numbers going to be? How's things going to be? Because right now, in my opinion, I feel like earnings are actually pretty good for what's happened. I think they're pretty good. And a lot of people are hating on these companies. But like Netflix, Netflix had last quarter had a massive spike of users. In this quarter, their users went down. Well, dude, people are going back to work. That's common sense that Netflix would go down. But, the, but people are so... I don't know. I feel like a lot of these earnings are already priced in. And so they're dropping 12% after hours after they report their earnings or, you know, pre-market they're dropping 10, 12% because I feel like a lot of the tech stocks have been already priced in as far as the, before the earnings, because like, how are you going to beat the numbers you beat last quarter? If you're a social media company, because everybody's been trapped in their house and last quarter, Everybody was in their house pretty much. So how can you expect it to get better? And some of these expectations are just not realistic. I mean, dude, Netflix they beat all their revenues, earnings, all that and all they said was like, hey, you know we don't we're not gonna get that many people. We're never, we're not gonna get as many people as we did last quarter. And I get that's a pretty big deal, but still, it's stupid. Snapchat had the same issue. And so I'm expecting a lot of these companies to already have priced in earnings this week. So I feel like Facebook is going to drop, probably Amazon may drop. I don't know, Amazon's kind of weird. <laughs> I remember last year, they, their earnings per share was like, I don't know, $2. And they reported $5 and it dropped after hours. I was like, dude, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I feel like a lot of these tech guys headed in their earnings. They have the... The price, are, it's already priced in, so it's just going to drop, and I may be wrong, but that's what I've been seeing so far with Snapchat. Now, Twitter was a little different story, and I'm so confused because they just got hacked a few days ago, but they popped up after their earnings report, even though they just got massively hacked. I mean, people confuse the crap out of me, and so I've been making these charts for, like, algos and algorithmic trading, and... You know, big thing you, you want to do is don't look at in individual stocks because they could have news like catalysts, like news or stock splits. And those aren't really indicative of the real true trends. And so just make sure when you're making like algorithms or whatever that you're using indexes like, I don't know, the S&P 500, because that's a collective of 500 different stocks. So you can be like, oh, OK, there were no catalysts. That just spurred the entire market uh, because of one stock having a CEO change. You know, I mean, maybe Apple has the power and Microsoft. It's stupid how much market cap these mega companies have, but yeah, just keep an eye on that. Uh, So just go ahead, diversify your guys' portfolios, check out new ways to create cash flow and income. I listed off. I don't know what, one, two, three, four, five, six different asset classes you could be investing in. And they're all different. They're all different. They all have their pluses and minuses. Uh, cash on hand, completely different ball game than owning a stock in China. Just two completely different things. But they both have their advantages and disadvantages. And one big thing I'm working on in my, in my sheet is identifying that, hey, the stock market is doing great right now. What's doing bad? Oh, real estate? Okay. So I'm going to go invest heavily in real estate and then sell all my stocks and then vice versa. That's a pretty good strategy. Buy low, sell high. Uh, it just depends what you're looking for. Trading? Are you looking to be a long-term investor, swing trader, you know, day trader? What are you looking for? And you got to make that decision. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. <laughs> I like to do all of them because I'm like, man, this company sucks. And then I'll sell it and like two days later... It'll explode. It happens to AMD all the time. so just be patient guys. don't don't pull the trigger too soon and I mean it's a, it's a scary thing to say, but stocks generally only go up nowadays and it's kind of crazy. I really can't believe it. so just hang in there, keep investing, set your stop losses, make sure you can control your investments, don't give other people the keys to your castle. Are you feeling entrefied yet? We hope so. For more information and news updates, check us out at www.Entrified.com or contact Patrick directly on Facebook.com slash PatrickHughes9000.